Hello and welcome to another episode of Pictures Without Pictures. Today's episode, according to the <laughs> graphic I've got on the screen, is called Jurassic Pal because <laughs> uh, the, the resolution doesn't quite line up and the final bit of the K is cut off. But this is uh, that's interesting. <laughs> I've only just noticed that as I switched to it. Um, this will be the first episode of Pictures Without Pictures with the audio balance correct because I said that right. last week and then I realised that I had my PC audio all the way up and you were actually quite loud. That was my bad. My apologies. I swear to fucking god um, it should be good this week. But either way it was still it was still fine and listenable but yeah this is true. Yeah. This is another episode. How are you doing today Reese? It's not like I've I'm been good, talking yeah. to you for ten minutes. I always yeah, feel like I'm talking to minutes. Yeah. I always feel like I'm lying when I do that. I'm like, how are you doing, Reese? <laughs> you know very well how I am, Christian. Yeah, um, yeah I'm good. Uh, yeah, well okay. rested for once. Oh um, my god. Yeah, I'm good. How are you, friend? I'm in awe of your power. <laughs> well rested. Well, I say well rested. I'm better rested is probably the better way to put it. <laughs> well, that's good. We are here today. Oh, I'm good as well. I should have. Yeah, we just yeah, assume I'm good. good. If I'm doing a show, I guess. Um, it might be a lie sometimes, but that's fine. Uh, we are doing Jurassic Park. Do you remember the first time you saw Jurassic Park, Reese? Uh, Kind of, yeah. Um, or Jurassic I, I, Park. It's weird, though, because a lot of the stuff I remember is a lot of stuff to do with food from that. Oh, really? Like, yeah, which is really weird. Um, I remember specifically the scene when uh, the kids are eating the food and the thing. And I also remember, like... I, I know it's not, like... It's, it's like shaving cream isn't it that like can he has but mm. um he obviously he like puts it on a pie and i remember that specifically because i because i remember as a kid being like i know it's not cream but <laughs> it still looks really good <laughs> yeah um it's interesting that you say that because i also watched this as a kid and i also remembered very specific small parts of it but i didn't remember the food i remembered some of like the I don't know what you'd like props but like I don't know what you call them in terms of story I remembered like the look of the cars and the giant crates yeah. and the big fences like that was all of the oh, stuff oh yeah that I remember that very well but that was like sure. that was the stuff that really like stood out to me as I was watching it like oh fuck yeah those when the Jurassic Park cars like rolled up the electric cars I was like fuck yeah I remember those yeah, yeah. Um, and they really stood out to me whereas none of the plot or well okay some of the plot did actually a lot more than I thought I would remember came back to me as I was watching it. It's weird how memory works in that it's still yeah. buried deep in there somewhere. Um, for instance, I said before the guy who was on the toilet—I uh, thought he was in a portaloo, but no, he was in a—he was in a proper like bathroom. Um, but like, I remembered as it was happening, I was like, "Oh yeah," and I'm pretty sure this is the part where, yep. Um, yeah. So yeah, there was there was a lot as I was going through it where it was familiar to me and. Yeah, um, this movie's fucking scary, though. <laughs> it is scary, it's and horrifying. I think that comes. I think that comes down to how good everything looks. Yeah, this movie looks good. Like it, it's 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 older than we are. Yeah, it's two years older it than we are. Two old, two years older than we are. But it looks so good. I mean, it, it a lot of it comes down to obviously the expert use of practical effects combined with obviously more computer stuff. Um, but it just looks good, and it just looks solid, and it looks believable, which you want, obviously, in a movie like this, where it's very much like, 
um, it's a very unbelievable scenario. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, just, um, it just looks fantastic. I mean, I, it could just be down to um, obviously it's uh, it obviously it was filmed in the nineties, so obviously lower quality cameras, so it maybe that compensates a little bit for it. But honestly, like just as it is, it, it looks fantastic. So I know it used practical effects a lot, which it's been praised yeah. for. I didn't expect the CGI to age mostly well. Like, there were a couple of things which were a bit iffy, but for the most part, it's passable. It does the job. It looks good. Like That's that's what I mean. Like, it, it, it combined it. It didn't use CG unnecessarily, because mm. the more you use CG, the more it has the potential to stand out. Yeah. Using it expertly in scenes where they're far away, or when the certain chase things are happening. Like, I, I'd say there was a couple points where it was like, yeah, it's like screen like you could tell yeah um but like it was very like minimal like <laughs> it was typically a case of if it was a giant if it was shot. a dinosaur stood in a in an environment yeah like at some point it was like and like they'd move like a little too much and be like okay that, that looks a bit weird yeah but yeah it's just everything was so practical so the practical stuff looks so real and then all they had to do was replicate that to a, a good enough degree in certain situations where stuff was moving a lot, one, and it it just looked good. So. One thing I will say is I wasn't expecting there were actually a couple. There weren't many, but there were a couple of animatronic shots which I thought looked not yeah. great. Like weirdly, yeah. the f- practical effects hadn't aged quite well. Some places, yeah. Like in some, some you could almost did, see it being moved like by like a hand. It was obviously like it was obviously ceremonial. Yeah. Going, like. I think at one point a Velociraptor pokes its head around a door, and I could almost like see like. The hand on the other end of the stick, like <laughs> moving them. Yeah, I was I like, that didn't about. look real. You know yeah. about the part where the raptors are chasing them through the kitchen, right? Absolutely. And, the door, yeah. and he's yeah. like bashing on the door. Yeah. It did look really rigid, that movement. But I think it's a case of it's too much going on for that yeah. one thing in that one part. It was too much focus on that one specific thing. So then it very obviously becomes like, oh, this is, yeah. Well, that was yeah. one example. Another example I had was closer to the start of a movie when they were yeah. di- when they were going on a tour for the first time. It was at one point where you saw one of the dinosaurs through the bushes and it did a weird movement where I was like, a human moved that. But uh, it, it kind of took yeah. me out of it a bit. But other than that... Um... Oh, also, <laughs> I'm not saying this didn't look realistic, but it stood out yeah. to me as weird. Um, when everything goes to shit, um, we'll, we'll do like the play-by-play properly soon, but when everything goes yeah, to yeah. shit... At one point, you see, like, is it the T-Rex's claw, like, hits the fence and then slowly, like, goes down, like, it was like a fucking alien monster or something, or like a predator, or I don't know what to liken it to, but it looked, (laughs) it didn't quite look right, I was like, oh, I know what you're on about, you're on about the part where where he's eating the goat, right? Yeah. It has, like, his little hand over it, and it kind of just slides off. Yeah, 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 that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that one looked a bit weird, but I guess uh, if we're going to go through the movie... Um, yeah. I was going to say, I like I like how, I mean, it's very basic foreshadowing, but the movie opens on something going wrong when they're trying to handle a dinosaur. It, like, defines the franchise immediately. It's yeah, like, sure. they got a Velociraptor, they try and move it, they're like, look at all these precautions we got, oopsie, man get eaten. I mean, you say precautions, <laughs> the fact that one dude can lift up the gate... Yeah. Not very precautious, is it? No, like, yeah. I was thinking that as well as he did that. I was like, I don't know. It's almost like they've got the the stuff that looks like really big and like safe and stuff, yeah. but the actual carrying out of it isn't isn't oh, what was it? Um um Jeff Goldblum's character says at one point, he says something about like their 
they're working off of the backs of greater minds, and um, they. Mm. I forget what metaphor he, his character used, but it, it yeah, it kind of circles back to that a little bit. And um, yeah. also, I think it was uh, very well done of like rudimentary, but who knows if it was rudimentary back in '93. Uh, stuff of like we don't see the velociraptor we just see like flashes and hints of it and like yeah, because yeah. they're saving that for later in the movie <coughs> and, it's, um, it's a good build up like what they do for setting up the velociraptors is very well done yeah because it's constantly like oh they're still in the cage oh thank god and it's like oh uh, and it's like oh he, he deactivated all the things apart from the raptor one that one's still active oh <laughs> thank yeah. god like like it really builds up that tension very well yeah it does it very well I would not want to be a Velociraptor. I don't think I would be able to face one in single combat. I mean, it's it, obviously you know it's like a twisted uh, version of it, right? It's not actually a Velociraptor. Or yeah, Reese, I know. It's, um, it's, I also know no, that it's not really an island called Jurassic Park, and they didn't really clone dinosaurs out of yeah. frog DNA. But I think that's one of the <laughs> things that people have issues with, and I'm like, it's fine though because they did it specifically for the spectacle. Which is yeah, fine. it makes an in- an interesting and compelling story. I mean, this movie was based on a book, right? I've never read yeah. it, but um, it I didn't know that yeah. for the longest time. I was like, wait, a guy wrote a book about an island of dinosaurs? Like, yeah. how weird? <coughs> so, I I think it's because the film is obviously a lot more famous than the book at this point. But, well, I mean, um, but the, the the movie did did a lot, like not just for this story itself, but terms of a lot of stuff we see like nowadays i feel yeah like in terms of um like spectacle and probably like cgi tech and like for sure yeah it probably pioneered a lot of stuff like that like yeah. the mix of uh practical i mean I- i'd say star wars probably did a lot more of that yeah um, earlier on but obviously they definitely pioneered like a new age of it almost mm. where it was like i mean you definitely you look back at the 90s and watch films and probably nothing looks as good as this for sure <laughs> um, yeah but yeah, I, th- I feel like in terms of like the story dynamic and everything, though, what happens in this film wouldn't have been cliche at the time, but is very much cliche now. I feel. Yeah. It was like because of the success of a film like this, it's used so often. The idea of uh, guys have power to do thing. Smart person says that's a bad idea. Guys do thing anyway. Guys regret doing thing. Scientists <laughs> say I told you so, but are also wrapped up in it so on and so forth yeah it's like with any of these really famous movies when i go back and watch them i as i'm watching them i immediately see like oh wait i can see like how this show i like replicated this in a way or how this episode was almost an homage to this and like how i've seen this in later pieces of the like film and television all this kind of stuff it's definitely one of those i don't know if there's a word for it but like i guess progenitors of of uh, the way things are done later on although then again i don't have i don't have much knowledge in terms of the world of film anyway so for all i know this could be copying something that happened earlier but given that it's spielberg i think i'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt and say it's probably oh, yeah, for sure i mean <laughs> you're seeing even steven spielberg's name on this as well it's very much a case of oh okay that's you know yeah. like he's definitely a man who was like i want to do some crazy cool shit <laughs> and it's gonna work and they're like all right <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I'll be honest, somewhere in the back of my mind I knew Spielberg directed this, but I wasn't thinking about that as I watched a movie. And yeah. when it comes up at the end, I just went, 
Oh right, yeah. That's why this was so well done. Movie, this film. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think we've established this yet. It's a good movie. It's a fucking fantastic movie. <laughs> like it's really good. I thought it started a little slow, but that might just be by yeah. modern standards. Um, yeah, it, I think so. I think so. I was it, a little bit bored until they landed on the island, but mm. I do have some but notes from that time. But yeah, it was a lot of setup. Um, I think, um, and I think it was because it was very much a new thing. Like obviously there's a lot. There, obviously there's plenty of action films back in the nineties and obviously before that. But this was definitely a new thing. Like it was, you know, big monsters and stuff being yeah. set up as this thing, and being like, oh, these guys know what they're doing. They're paleontologists. Ha <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. I will say, um, when John Hammond, uh, I've actually got. Uh, okay, I'm just immediately going to call myself out. I've got a list of the characters and their names and the actors so I don't fuck it up because I'm tired of going, oh, you know that guy, one of the main characters in the film? What was his name again? I don't want to be doing that all the time. So, yeah. Uh, John Hammond, the big director dude of the island, the millionaire. Um, yeah. I wrote down that his entrance when he came in in the helicopter, um, it was kind of symbolic how him kicking up dust and recovering the bones... Um, it's kind of an allegory for the modern world covering up the wonder of the ancient world which is a lot of what yeah. this movie is about and I think it does a really good job of keeping that thread going throughout with some of the conversations and some of the sure. shots and... it's, that's the thing Like, it, it, as, as much as the spectacle for this film is the conversations that it, and the, like, the, the, the conflict it brings up during the film is fantastically done yeah I love how every time he tries to give them like a tour version of the island, they're having none of his shit, and like they always yeah. like, like for instance in the in the movie they like they like rip up the bars and they like walk out yeah. to go and have a look themselves, and when they're on the actual tour they like, um, alt tab Alan that's his name Alan gets out of the car uh, while it's moving because he's just like okay I want to see what's actually happening. Here. But that's that's uh, that, that's just the very nature of them as scientists as well. Like yeah. I, th I think it's just a case of them not understanding how scientists work and that they don't really want to sit there and watch. Yeah. They want to be involved. Exactly. Kind of their deal, <laughs> especially someone, especially like people like archaeologists and stuff who like obviously are like, like obviously knee deep in the dirt, like like on their hands and knees for this stuff, you know. Mm. Exactly. Um, I this this movie has a lot of origins of memes in it. I've realised most it does, of them. Yeah. Most of them I knew uh, were from Jurassic Park, but one that I didn't is when he goes, "Dotson, hey, we got Dotson over here. See, nobody cares." Yeah. Uh, I didn't realise that was from Jurassic Park, and when I saw that, no. I went, "Ah, yeah." <laughs> so that's gonna I happen a lot during really this podcast. Well like that was one of the scenes that I remember really well. I think I just because I found the fat man funny. <laughs> he fat and he tell joke and he giggle a lot for some reason. <laughs> yeah, he was an interesting character, and I like that um, he was set up as the big villain. But it's like no, 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 no. The villains yeah. are dinosaurs. He yes. gets fucking horribly killed. Oh my oh, god, he does. does so horribly. Ah, uh, the Dilophosaurus really gets him. Oh, oh really, god. I like that you remembered the name. Um, yep. I did not. Because they uh, set it up, they set it up at the beginning of the tour. Yeah, everything is set up. Like everything this movie is, is so good. Down. Like, yeah, oh, it's it's so perfect. It's per it's perfect. Like it's such it's such basic storytelling, mm. but it works so well. When it's you do masterfully it. done, mm. and like it sometimes it takes like an entire movie to get there. Like they're building up of the Velociraptors over and over and over, and sometimes it's the irony of he plays a 
uh, fucking Alan plays a joke uh, with the electric fence and pretends to be yeah. electrocuted, and then minutes later the kid is actually electrocuted. Yeah. Like that's what I mean. It's a lot of like little, little payoffs. Yeah. yeah, it's a little, it's little payoffs here and there that lead to the big thing at the end. I ain't and going out there. Constant. And then once that thing comes out, you're like, oh shit, something is always happening now. Like you're constantly yeah. worried. Like oh yeah. shit, oh shit. Like oh god, yeah, this movie starts and then it just fucking keeps going. It does not relent. Yeah. Um, it's great. Does not relent. Um, fucking like how Samuel L. Jackson's character is like, I am not going out there. And then he goes out there, and then he gets killed off screen. They did him dirty. Yep. They killed. Sa- Who kills Samuel L. Jackson off screen? It's weird seeing him in such like a like a B roll, you know? Yeah. Like maybe even a C roll. Like it's so strange. It's strange because I'm like pretty sure he was almost. a major actor before Jurassic Park, right? Like this yeah, is '93. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he's a fairly old shit, dude. Yeah. He's been an old cop shit. I know that much. Yeah. Um, pop fiction. He was. Yeah. In, which is obviously mass. That's a film we should do. Pop fiction. Okay, um, sure. I'll add it but, to the list. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's a film he was in, and that one obviously he's very well known for that film. Probably one of the films that probably like kicked him off, you know. Yeah, chat. We have like, you know officially got a list now, and it is so long. There are it so many things long. on this list. Oh, it's so long. We've we'll we'll for a couple of years. It's our it's our Discord. Um, it's our Discord. It's one of our Discord server chats, and we just put film names in there. It, it, we had a pretty good time coming up with some, and uh, yeah, we'll be. Which reminds me, Reese, you need to pick a movie at the end of this podcast. I do. I will pick a movie at the end of this podcast. Okay. Um, I'll do it live. Um, Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> but yeah. Um, where were we? Uh, we were at Samuel Jackson, Samuel Jackson dying off screen. Yeah. Although that's a bit yeah. midway through the movie. I just kind of jumped forward because it's relevant yeah, it's in the fine. conversation. It's fine. We, we can we can draw it back. We can like yeah. go with other careers. We're good. It's our podcast. We can do whatever the hell we like. So, we can start talking guess... about video games. Nobody can stop us. Exactly. No one can stop us. Um, but we won't. Um, but yeah, I think that probably leads off into like the actual like traveling to the because they obviously they jump in a helicopter, mm-hmm. and then obviously that's that, from obviously what you said about obviously him entering in the helicopter and obviously they fly off in the helicopter to the thing. It's it's very strange. Like obviously they set up to the characters there very well, where it's just like oh he's the very like outgoing like uh, obviously Jeff Goldblum's character. He's very like uh like he's he's like friendly with everyone immediately. Yeah. Um, and then um, obviously, obviously Alan's a bit more subdued, and then you've got the lawyer type, and it, it, it sets up a very like all the character dynamics immediately, which is very good. I like um, I like how Alan struggles with his seatbelt. It's like yeah, it's a it's it's a small thing, but also it's like this guy guy does not get on well with technology yeah. <laughs> of any kind. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, sorry, my cat's just doing thing. Mm-hmm. Vamp for me, Reese. Vamp for me. Okay. Um. Yeah. And then obviously, like straight after that, it's like the you get the the beautiful uh, Jurassic Park theme. Obviously, rolls in. Or is it that one? Uh, that's yeah. the one my own vet on the island. I realised there's a slightly yeah. different one when they're flying towards. There's two. It. There's two of them. There's more of like a. There's like a more of a up uplifting one, which is more like oh <laughs> this, look, look, look at this, it's so cool. Wow. I wrote down, it all feels very self-congratulatory, I must say. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's very, but I think like, that we did. We did a thing. Yeah. Wow. 
But yeah, I, at the time, I took that to mean the movie, but I think that's actually more representative of John Hammond's character and his dream and his vision. And yes. Because one of the things he says to the lawyer type, he's like, oh, because he, he's going on about how, oh, if they're not happy, then I'm not happy and I'll have to shut you down, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, well, in that same time, you'll be apologizing to me, won't you? Like, <laughs> yeah. He's very sure that this is all going to work. And, yeah. soon, and you can see as soon as it starts going wrong, he's like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. It also says a lot about his character about when it's going wrong. It takes until the very end of a movie for him to finally admit that, yeah, yeah no, I like, shouldn't. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> but, like, like, midway through the movie, people have died, and he's just like, this is terrible. But if I do it this way next time, like, he's going on about next time. time. And I'm like, yeah, oh, jeez, yeah. dude. And she's just like, um, no, that's not the point. Your children are in trouble right now, and you're thinking about Jurassic Park 2? Let Steven Spielberg think about Jurassic Did he do Jurassic Park 2? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, do, I actually think uh, the only other thing I know about Jurassic Park outside of this movie is that shot I told you about about the dinosaur next to the child's room yeah. uh, with the eye going in so all I know is there must be a Jurassic Park whether that's two or three there is another Jurassic Park which deals with dinosaurs in like, a civilized Park environment is Jurassic Park Lost Wild I think and then Jurassic Park 3 is um <clears throat> Jurassic Park 3 is the one where they make another park and then Alan's like, why would you do this again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to see those yeah. movies now. Um, but yeah. We will. Yeah, we'll do them at some point. Um, I enjoyed the animation in the cloning explanation video. of. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was very 90s. It was very of its time. Uh, but sure, it, sure. It, it was very cheesy and... Like some of the actual animation stuff on that was kind of cool, like the 3D, like like Brachiosaurus, like walking around. I was like, that's yeah, kind of yeah. cool. I keep wanting to call it a Brontosaurus, but it's not. It's a Brachiosaurus. It's a Brachiosaurus, yeah. Not a Brachiosaurus, as I did just say. That's um, <laughs> that's a dinosaur that specialises in car suspension. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, God, they 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 fit they really fit into a couple like dinosaur jokes as well. Do you think they? he's Horus? Yeah. My dad it? stole some of those jokes. I was like, wait a minute, I've heard this before. <laughs> <laughs> and when I confronted him about it, he was like, oh, did I? I don't think I did. I was like, yes, you did. <laughs> don't give me that. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, uh, did you did you notice how when they went and fed the Velociraptor, then it immediately cuts to them having like a civilized dinner? And yeah. it's like... <laughs> like don't cut between yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very I, I think the idea of like the, between those cuts though is very much like the obviously the idea of what's rubs there as intelligent almost as people. Yeah. So except the difference is they can kill you in a second. Yeah, and they're um, much more like ferocious and horrible. Yeah. But I d I didn't actually catch the dishes they were eating. Were they eating beef? Because that would have been really cool. <laughs> like to have a Velociraptor I'm not sure. Velociraptor I, 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 it looked weird so I was yeah like, oh. I couldn't quite tell but it didn't look like beef but I, I just thought like if it was beef that would be really cool yeah for sure um, yeah, it's good, uh, good segue. Right. but definitely like the presentation of the food on the plate being very posh and well done and stuff is like mm. beasts versus like humans or what humans think of themselves and like all that kind mm. of stuff uh, just a nice little subtle thing and then my next note is Oh, this is a commentary on corporate ethics. <laughs> so it is. <laughs> it very much is. Yeah, I, I and, got uh, the movie. Jeff Goldblum's character very much like digs into that immediately. Yeah. Isn't it weird how Jeff Goldblum's like 
I think he did the best from this movie. Like, did you see yeah. um, Did you see Sam Neill do much else, the guy who played Alan? Uh, he's definitely done other stuff. Like, oh, okay. I, I know he's done other stuff, I just don't know. But yeah, I think Jeff Goldblum's character is a lot more outstanding than the others, though, because yeah. he, because of his actively, like, speech and stuff, and he's very, and what he's saying, it, the way he portrays it is something that he very much believes in. Yeah, I loved it. his whole chaos so theory stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, it's so good. And he flips between the serious and the more, like, yeah. flirty side as well really well. Like, the back and forth is fantastic. Yeah. He's a really good character. So you, so you can tell, like, with people he likes and people he doesn't. Like, he's very, like, plain on his face what... When, obviously, he likes someone or he doesn't. I might be wrong, but I have a feeling he becomes more of a center character in a later Jurassic Park movie. I might be wrong, but, like, it wouldn't, be surpri- it wouldn't surprise me if that happened. Where they were like... I couldn't get all of the other actors in or it wouldn't make sense for the story or something and they were like everyone fucking loved Ian Malcolm bring Ian Malcolm back <laughs> uh, Jeff Goldblum's character by the way when, <laughs> when I was watching this movie I couldn't remember Jeff Goldblum's fr- uh, name and I kept or- I kept confusing his name with Orlando Bloom this is how <laughs> little I know about movies and actors I was like is that Orlando Bloom? Orlando, Orlando- Bloom is more Legolas <laughs> yeah, and, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Pirates <laughs> I know that now but because I did yeah, look it yeah. up I was like Oh no, I got the bloom part right, <laughs> but nothing else. It's not oh, even God, spelled yeah, the same. Jeff Goldblum, yeah. Yeah, probably Orlando really Bloom, yeah, yeah. Jeff Goldblum, we're similar. Yeah, 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 got ya. Um, <laughs> what's gonna happen to the goat? Oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, one thing I do want to pull it back though is uh, it's called, something that's constantly brought up is. The whole like, if you try and cage nature, cage your uh, nature will bite back, basically. Yep. Which is immediately set up as well. He's like, no, 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 you can't do this. Ain't good. And the whole like, where they're going on about, it's like, oh, they can't breed because they're all female. It's like, no, nope, they'll find a way. Life sure. uh, finds a way. <laughs> yes, and the way it's set up, like directly after the actual answer to that as well. In the uh, they use obviously frog DNA to fill in the, the spaces, don't they? Yeah. Um, it's immediately like the answer and then the question just after it um, which is done very well so it's just like oh so the, the answer has literally just been told to you like mm. the nature finds a way stuff like because there is a way um, it's already been told to you it's just obviously it's not going to get paid off until later in the movie <laughs> yeah uh, this movie wraps itself so nicely like everything has like a setup and way. a payoff and I don't think the only things that are really left um, I imagine for the sequel, like the dude's embryo gets buried in the mud, they they yeah, uh, that's, that's stay on very, it. Yeah, that's very like thrown in there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it feels very thrown in there, but but it, they they stick yeah. on it for a bit, and you're like, okay, that's gonna be important later. Um, and um, like for tri no, not I keep wanting to say triceratops. Yeah, triceratops. That's the one. The yeah. triceratops, which is really ill, and. Um, they say, oh, those brachiosauruses, they look like they have a cold and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's, I, I thought they were going to do a... Um, uh, oh, fucking... Martians attack, whatever. Not that movie, but the movie where... Mar- <laughs> What's it called? It's really famous. Um, oh, God. They did an old version and a new version. It was originally an audio version. When it first came out, people thought it was real and that Martians were actually attacking Earth. I know oh, all this yeah, trivia right. about it. War of the Worlds, thank you. Um, I thought they were going to go War of the Worlds with it and have it so that um, fucking <laughs> the Deus Ex Machina at the end would be that <laughs> would be that um, the dinosaurs would just catch a cold and die before they could kill them all, but no, that's not what they did. And I know they mentioned at one point that they 
they leave something out that they need and they have to inject them with it or they eventually die after a certain amount of time. Um, so that might be it. But given that the doctors don't know what's wrong with uh, the dinosaur, I thought that would be paid off in the movie. And it wasn't. So I'm it's, guessing... a very, it's a very subtle thing that I'll probably like, that'll lead off into in the, in the other movies, I think. I don't yeah. actually remember the other movies. The only thing I remember from the other movies is from 3, where there's a scene where... Um, Alan's like with a group of people and it's like oh it's a T-Rex it's based on movement don't move and then literally the four people that were behind him just turn and run away and he's like fuck's sake <laughs> yeah by the way can we talk about how the adults aren't in a huge rush to help the children they might be frozen in shock to be fair but like yeah. the children <laughs> that T-Rex fucks up that car for a while before the adults get out to help <laughs> and I know that they didn't like children but come on <laughs> I was like, do something. Yeah, they, they were, I think it was just a case of like they were just unsure what to do. And it was just like I think it was like, it was like part fear, but part also scientist of like, holy fuck, look at how this thing yeah, yeah. goes that, for. That's the, that's the thing. That's how they were hooked in as well, which I think is fantastically done as well. Mm. Is there's there's so many parts where their logical side is taken over entirely by their more like. Um, what you call, I guess childlike side because it's like the fascination of it yeah. it completely overtakes any logic in a lot of points like him getting out of the car just to see the triceratops he was just like oh my god he was obviously just hugging it and stuff yeah. um, and then just the, when they were like oh when they're going about oh this is the Lothosaurus here and then they all get just, like there's the contrast as well because you've got the kids in the car and then you've got the two obviously ad, like adults like doing the exact same thing like pressing yeah. up against the window which I thought was brilliant yeah but like also Nope, it's gone. <laughs> God, I hate my brain. Um, never mind. Um, so yeah, um, this is going to be a complete non-sequitur, but my brain did literally just a hard reset, so sorry about this. But Timmy's a little shit. Not Was not a fan of Timmy. Okay, to be fair, by the end of a movie, he was kind of interesting. Uh, but at the start of a movie, I was like, Timmy's a little shit. <laughs> I don't like Timmy. <laughs> he was very, like, like attached to him immediately. He was like, I read your book, and he's yeah. like constantly like talking to him about dinosaurs and stuff. And he's just like, yeah. Leave me alone. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, um, there's not a lot of melodrama. Like, there's not a lot of. At one point, um, Laura Dern's character screams at the top of her lungs, but that's the first time she sees a T-Rex, and it's literally right on their heels. And it's not like a really high-pitched feminine screen. It's like a guttural. Oh my yeah. fucking god, there's a T-Rex chasing me screen. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was good. But other than that, like, the adults, even though, like, you can see the fear on their faces and stuff, it's acted and it's not, like, screamed at you. Um, yeah. Which I thought was really well done. And the kids do all the screaming because they're kids. They're, of yeah, course yeah. they're going to do screaming. Um, that sure, works for sure. the characters. But, yeah, I think that's what I wanted to say before my brain hard reset. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a very good point. And it, it, it's, it's a lot more, like... Because, because they're scientists as well, so they are very intelligent people, so obviously they know, obviously, what, what, what they would be screaming would be very much involuntary or anything like that, but yeah. um, for them to be, like, obviously, like, the kids constantly screaming and stuff would, would be a portrayal of their characters and as adults, I guess, so. Yeah. They're very adult adults. I feel like yes. I'm never going to be that much of an adult. <laughs> if a dinosaur chased me, I'd probably be screaming. Um, <laughs> I was sad when we got to the sad to the <laughs> sorry I was sad when we got to the ill triceratops uh, I think I've just yeah. darved us back a bit but 
Um, when he gets out of a jeep and he goes and runs towards... Poor Tricey. Sad face. And I think the writers of Doctor Who were also saddened at this plot in this movie because uh, in the episode which you're yet to get to, Dinosaurs on a Spaceship, uh, mm-hmm. a very similar scene happens. And it, it's, it's very much this case of, like I said earlier, I go, ah, <laughs> that's oh, yeah. where they got that from. <laughs> that entire episode is um, not theatrically an homage, but I guess just kind of like thematically in that there's dinosaurs, there's a spaceship. You get the you get the fucking idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Should we talk about uh, Dennis Nedry for a minute? The the fat dude, the tech dude for. Yeah, 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 yeah. I s- never piss off a tech guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never He's piss off the guy. The fucking button, seriously. He's uh he's overlooked and he's resentful about it. So he's decided he's gonna steal an embryo, sell it, and uh, make a lot of money. Yeah. And that's basically his whole character. At no point does he stop and think about the uh, ramifications of his actions. I'm he's trying to excited f- by it, isn't he? Yeah. Um he's quite gleeful. Yes. Uh I'm trying to think, does he know the kids are in the park at any point? Does he know that... I don't think so, no. Okay. He, he's, he's more like the, the behind-the-scenes tech stuff, isn't he? Yeah. He's not actively like, participating in the cars and stuff. So he thinks it's just scientists on the island. So that's yeah. probably why he thinks it's okay to just like, let all of the security shit go down and leave. And be like, good luck, fuckers. Um, yeah. I wonder if, uh, if he knew there were kids there, would he... I don't know, because if you notice in a lot of 90s movies, or older movies, a lot of villains tend to be very murderous towards kids yeah. in these style of movies, if you know what I mean. So I'm not sure if yeah. he would be I, that, I think it's be just a case of, it's just collateral damage kind of thing. Like, yeah. I, I, I think it's just a case of, I'm doing this and then I'm out of here. Yeah. No. But he's also a villain who is very much uh, set up to have a very cathartic death, where you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, dude. He, he gets ruined. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The only... Actually, that's what I was going to say. I... Like, as I mentioned, I saw this movie when I was a kid, as did you. The only death out of the entire movie I remember was a guy yeah. getting eaten off a toilet. And that is the least gruesome death in the entire I, movie. I remember the one with the Dilophosaurus in the car. Oh, really? With, uh, him. Yeah, that's I mean, it's, I remember. It's one of those things where I kind of remember it as it's happening, but... Mm. As for, like, actual held-onto memory, I think all of the most gruesome deaths... And we'll get to the most gruesome one, I think, of in a minute. But all of the most gruesome deaths, I uh, I think I must have blotted out of my memory and repressed them. <laughs> because Do you want to just keep riffing for a second? I'll just be two seconds. Okay, sure. Um, but, oh my god, there were so many horrible deaths in this movie. I, I don't think I should have seen this when I was five years old. When this movie... When I finished watching this movie, I went to my dad. I was like, I, you should not have let me watch this as a kid. And he was like, you weren't five. I was like, this movie came out in 93, and I barely remember it. I was five. I was at yeah. least around that age, or six, or seven, or four. I was young. Um, but yeah. I I wasn't necessarily giving him actual shit for it. I just thought it was funny. I was like, oh, damn, this this must have terrified me when I was a kid. And when we get to one of the later deaths, I'll, I'll mention when a repressed memory kind of came back to the surface, actually. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> yeah, but we'll get to that soon. Um... 
So yeah, there was a around this time there was a shot of the T Rex. This is when um, it. I think at this point in the movie, uh, Dennis Nedry had turned the security off, and we were seeing the ramifications about the storm was hitting the island. Um, and yeah, also I should say. Oh good, I just. <laughs> Sorry, I just got an email telling me I gave money to pay uh, to Spotify. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, that completely threw me off of my thought process. Uh, no, I was gonna say uh, another thing I remembered about this movie is how much of it was in the dark, the rain, and the mud. And as a Which kid, helps the CG. Yes, it does. I realised that too. Um, but as a kid, that bothered me. I hated movies like seeing seeing characters get muddy in movies and stuff. I was always just like, yeah. Ugh. Gross. Oh yeah, they do get muddy. Oh, they get so muddy and gross. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I legitimately like it was. I I like to think I've grown out of this a bit now, but it was legitimately a thing that would impact my enjoyment of a movie if too much of it was set in a miserable setting that I wouldn't want to be in, like a cold, rainy, stormy night. It would make me like the movie less. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, but that might just be a regular thing for kids, I guess. But yeah, there was a shot of this T-Rex, and I said, Mrs. T-Rex looks dated, but not as badly as if she was CGI, because she was a practical effect in the, effect in the shot I'm talking about. I think I mentioned it earlier with the goat. Um, but then, two, uh, one or two notes later, I take it back. CGI T-Rex aged oddly well. Yeah. <laughs> so that's when I was noticing Very good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no, he's in the toilet. I know what happens next. <laughs> when the lawyer ran into the toilet, I was just like... Oh, here we go. It's about to yeah, hit the fan. <laughs> that lawyer character as well. Um, he he was just in it for himself, wasn't he? He was ready to leave. Yeah. He's ready to get the heck out of it. Did we ever see that? Because oh, I thought the lawyer character was the one who met up with Dennis at the start of the movie. No, it's but not. he's it's not. We just never see him again, do we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's I in imagine one of the that, films. I, that's another thing that's probably explored in the uh, follow-up films. As well, yeah, I imagine. must so be probably the reason, obviously, that stuff is being, you know, made. In that. Yeah, because obviously there's like, because I, I think he mentions it when he's talking to him, like something's been set up or something, so they just need him to get that. But yeah, yeah, they were definitely setting up a sequel. Um, yes, which is weird because I don't know if uh, if there were it was a series of books or just a one book and then they continued it in movies. I don't know. I imagine Jurassic World there weren't any books. I don't know. I mean Jurassic World was just based on you know it is what we talked about before about just based on nostalgia and yeah. Themselves. Yeah. I've never seen a movie, so I don't know if it's any good. I've I know uh, I know the more, the most recent one is apparently awful, and I know they're doing another one. Uh, <laughs> Haven't they already done three at this point? No, they've done two. I they've think the two. third is in the works. Jurassic World Three, Jurassic World Three Dominion, is what it's called, and it comes out next year. I uh, I saw the first one, and it was interesting, but it can't. It the only thing about it is it's constantly you're constantly asking the question, why would anyone do this? <laughs> why 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 why? Yeah, and it it, it kind of ruins it for me. Me. Do they at least have a thread of well, technology's more advanced now, so surely we can control them this time? Because uh, to a degree. Because I feel like yeah, that Chris could almost just like, hey, you guys fucked up. <laughs> Do they try and make it more of a comedy? Because um, it's a modern movie. Not really, no. Okay. It's weird though. It's it's 
it's weirdly paced as well. Huh. Like, they clearly tried to do exactly the same thing the first film did because they've got the same dynamic, they've got the kids as well. Like, It's like a soft movies. reboot, but it doesn't really yeah, work for a movie. it is. It is. It so is, like, how it's done. Except things are more connected, a lot more connected, yeah. and uh, as a result, there needs to be time for the people to, you know, do their thing. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's a lot more um, aggressive with the dinosaurs and stuff because it's more um, parks open. Yeah. Oh so God. Yeah. There's a lot. It's basically, it's basically a what if scenario if it did work immediately, and then I they mean, that's kind of cool. That. So then they start fucking with it a bit more, playing God, and then they make something that's probably shouldn't have been made. Oh yeah, don't they make, I know this much, don't they make like a mega dinosaur that didn't even exist back then or some shit? Yeah, they, they combine a bunch of dinosaurs. Um, and They were too busy asking if they could, but yeah. they didn't stop <laughs> to wonder if they should. Yeah. Yeah. The premise of a whole new movie. I think that's actually said in that movie. I can't remember. I know it's obviously said Jurassic Park, but I think I think Chris Pratt said it at some yeah. point. Um, I bet he looked directly into the camera and go, "Ben, ben, ben, ben." There's your meme material there, my <laughs> dudes. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's basically it's more of a bigger, bolder scale. Um, but some of it doesn't make sense to me, and it seems a bit yeah. dumb. But it, it seems more like a like a weird horror movie. Do than, you think? Uh, and what this film is? Do you think they made? the plot uh, they made sure that the plot was about a new type of dinosaur so they could sell a new type of dinosaur toy the thing is with that though is it doesn't look crazy different from other dinosaurs it looks like a T-Rex that's like slightly different oh okay <laughs> a like, T-Rex but it's got wings yeah. <laughs> that'd be terrifying it's just it's just a big boy basically for a big boy um, speaking of scary T-Rexes though back to that scene where the power's gone off and the cars have stopped and the T-Rex starts attacking the children that scene keeps going I thought I was like yeah. oh my god surely like this is gonna and we're getting to like the best part of this film now where it's like the horror part of it but like suddenly kicking off yeah yeah I thought oh okay like the adults are gonna it took so long for the adults to distract the T-Rex and I was mm. like Jesus fucking Christ these kids like the yeah, T-Rex is going for this is the very first time they see the T-Rex as well. Yeah. Like, it's one of the one of the great things. It lines up exactly when the audience sees it. When the audience sees it, so do the characters. That's very like, true. It's, it's very set up to be like, holy shit. <laughs> like, and um, I was impressed yeah. at just how convincingly they, like, obviously, I, I think this would have been the CGI. Although there were some shots of, like, an animatronic head, like... Oh. For sure, poking like, into the car, like bashing into it, and like the little like uh, little breathing. And yeah, stuff and but the combination so of the two like made it so believable, and yes. I had to keep reminding myself this is a film from nineteen ninety three because I wasn't going. Oh, you can kind of see how the dinosaur is an animatronic in that scene because you could. No, I was going. Jesus Christ, get out of a car, run away! <laughs> 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 and then I was like, oh my god, this movie is like over twenty years old, <laughs> over twenty five years old. Oh, we're fucking almost thirty years old. Yeah, oh, it aged so well. Like in those it scenes, it's 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 fantastic, and it, it's it it baffles me and makes the film so much more enjoyable as well. Yeah, like you can you can feel their terror of not knowing, just like, how much perseverance the dinosaur fucking has, 
and like what angle it's going to come at them next. It doesn't just attack them. It tries new ways of attacking them. It's like, okay, yeah. I couldn't get in through the window, so I'm going to crush the car on top of them, all this kind yeah, of shit. Yeah. I think the idea is that... It, I, don't th I don't think the idea is specifically he's going for them. He's just like, this thing is moving and it's alive. Yeah. Um, maybe I should, like... It looks weird, though. I don't know how to... Maybe I should put... No. Maybe I should go through the top... Oh, there's stuff in here. Okay. Oh, okay. That didn't work. Maybe <laughs> yeah. if I, like, impair it by flipping it upside down. Because then it starts butting at its underbelly of the car, yeah. which is what it would do if it yeah, was attacking If it an was animal, a creature, it yeah. It, on its back it rips out its stomach. It rips out a bit of a car, and then it like, oh, this isn't food. And then it like throws it away. Like you can tell. And then it goes for what would be the leg, I guess, and starts like biting at the rubber of the tire. Yeah, and like, yeah. I think that is one of the best parts about this movie. There is absolutely no sentiment that the dinosaur recognizes children and goes, huff, blink, and the children are like. Oh, it's letting us go, kind of thing. There is none of that in this movie. I yeah. bet there is in Jurassic World. There's none of that in this movie. Um, uh, I can't remember. I feel like I remember hearing something about Chris Pratt befriending a dinosaur. Um, yeah, he he asserts himself as like the alpha of raptors. Yeah, fuck raptors. that. No, no, there's... Um, it's very <laughs> odd and very dumb, let's be honest. The scariest part about this is these dinosaurs are hungry, looking for food. They're a force of nature. They don't give a shit about you. Uh, they just give a shit about the fact that you are food and that they are hunting you and it's done so well in movement and in yes. just perseverance and, and oh, it, it, I love it. It. It, so it constantly brings up the whole thing of like these guys didn't know what they were doing as well because I mean uh, the I can't remember I, I don't remember any of the names so uh, but uh, the lady like, when, they, when they were sat down Eating. She's basically just like you don't know what you're doing. You've got poisonous plants in here. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just that statement. I was like, yeah, these guys don't know what they're doing. If they can't even like put the plants in the right, like put, you know, non-poisonous plants in these places, you, know, you think they'd be able to deal with these giant monsters? Like, yeah. Not at all. And to round off the T-Rex scene, or at least this half of the T-Rex scene, I put, mm. bye bye toilet lawyer. Hello childhood memory. <laughs> 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 um, but. Also, I put that, you know how um, at that point, uh, John Hammond's going, fuck, what about my grandkids? They're out there. The power's down. And um, Laura Dern's character with that other guy, she, they're like, oh, we'll go pick him up in the, in the gas jeep. What's interesting about that is that the electrified cars have stopped because the power's out. But the gas jeep, which is powered by fossil fuels and is like, at least where we are as a society... Uh, it's seen as like an older part of technology but it's like this film has an element of like they don't make them like they used to and like the older stuff yeah. is more like reliable like the folly yeah, sure. of modern technology again rears its head in the fact that the electric cars can't move but the gas one uh, is successful in going out yes. and coming back and like it it helps them escape from the T-Rex slightly later on as well um basically don't I mean it's not exactly don't fuck with the natural order because gas jeeps aren't the natural order but do you know what I mean like yeah, it's yeah. Whole... I mean that, that, that in itself is a statement that's brought up anyway but um, mm. it is very much a case of don't overstretch basically yeah because um, it, it's a case of like over committing to one thing yeah and like because the guy is basically going like this will work this will work I know it's going to work because I said so like and then it starts going wrong, and he's like, why is it going wrong? And it's like, well, <laughs> because you're an idiot, for what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and it's the human element that actually makes it all go wrong in the end as well. Mm -hmm. uh, like, <laughs> and you know, not knowing the password. Yeah. Oh, sorry, the magic word. Ah, ah, ah. You didn't say the magic <laughs> word. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, God, that's a meme. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Um, so we've got to the part of the movie where Dennis meets his end. Um, did you notice yeah. when he slipped, <laughs> there was a little... I can't even do it. There was a little yeah, whistle noise. Yeah, there's like noise. a proper like cartoonist like. Whoop. Yeah, and I think <laughs> I said that was a bit much, uh, but yeah, it, it was like all right, come on. <laughs> At the same time, though, it is in character for him. He's like this yeah, he's cartoon like villain. Like idiot, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like when he leaves and he's like, just, I was gonna go and get. Uh, do you guys want anything? I'm just gonna go. Uh, this this is gonna kill some stuff from it, but uh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> He's so clearly doing something weird. If he but was because if, I guess that's just his character at this point. Everyone's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> if he existed in 2020, his background uh, would have been of an anime waifu uh, rather than a regular waifu. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> um, <laughs> when he's talking to the what's it called again? The diff, the that dinosaur that kills him. The uh, god. Diffolus something. Uh, you had it. It's called now. Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus. When he's talking to the Dilophosaurus, firstly, I love how the Dilophosaurus is like, oh, oh. He's like looking at him like, oh, you look like a lot of food. <laughs> and Dennis is going, um, I have no food. I have nothing on me. Like, come on, leave me alone. I don't care about you. Because first of all, he doesn't know what dinosaur that is and what it's capable of. Yeah. Uh, again, part of the whole folly of man. Mm -hmm. But secondly, oh, Dennis, you are the food. <laughs> it's looking I, I for food it. and you can recognise that you can recognise the instinct that it's looking for food but you don't realise yeah. but it's not looking for something from a fucking candy machine it's looking for something from the human machine <laughs> yeah 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 sure it's not even that it's like again this is a, is a case of like this is something I don't, I don't I don't think I've really seen before huh this is a really strange thing in front of me and then obviously he approaches it and he's like oh it's making strange noises at me what is it oh it threw a stick that's weird I'm gonna follow it uh, and then it obviously it starts that, that's probably a point where yeah. it's like obviously he's being like fearful to some degree and he's like oh it's scared of me uh, because a, a lot of animals and I imagine dinosaurs is probably no exception as well uh, back back obviously when, when they were around uh, there's some animals that can sense fear in, in yeah. other creatures and it could have just been a case of it's like it realised the fear and was like oh you're scared of me I can eat you yeah. and obviously it packs. and when you think of it those head fins come out isn't that when he starts to be like Okay, I'm just going to start making my way He's back like, to the car. Oh, fuck. And then yeah. he immediately gets That's spilled. instinct. Head, those head fins are designed to intimidate. And yep. the second that dinosaur realised, oh, he's intimidated, it was like, oh, I can uh, eat him. Oh, that's good. There's there's a lot of him to eat, actually. <laughs> I should probably stop dwelling on that. Because <laughs> he, he is a real human being, or was. I don't even know. Wayne Knight is his name. Um, but yeah. I think that's part of his character, though. That's probably what they cast him for. Um, yeah, for sure. All of he, Dennis's just there for the, for the jokes. All of Dennis's dreams buried in the mud. Um, <laughs> my next line is from the from the scene when, uh, which must have been shortly after this, when they're in the gas jeep driving as fast as they can away. From, in fact, that means sorry, that means I skipped the entire part where they're in the tree and the jeep yeah, starts falling down. Sorry, that's a really good scene. That's that's. That's like, oh, it's not like just going to be them in danger of dying to dinosaurs the entire time. Like, this is a, 
this is a human element like thing that can crush them yeah. and like obviously the dinosaur put it there I say that like it gently placed it <laughs> obviously it's there because of a T-Rex fucking bashed it into the tree uh, but at the same time it's uh, I don't know I, I would have written a note if I'd thought a thing out about it but I just think that's a really good scene where he's trying to rescue the kid and it's very tense and very scary yeah and, uh, yes, yeah. it's, it's, it's weird because it's like in, in, a, in a world where they just escaped the T-Rex the biggest threat right now is a car falling out of a tree yeah and of course it lands on top of them and they're inside the car again and they're safe I was like that's yep. a movie moment right there <laughs> one of the things that I, that I noticed about that is the continuity is very good in this movie because the specific tire that the T-Rex ripped off isn't on the car when it lands on them oh, and I was like good. that's good continuity well done <laughs> <laughs> I don't typically look out for continuity like that. It's just something I noticed, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nice attention to detail." This is a Spielberg film. Um, yes, for sure. Although I'm sure he doesn't overlook every single tiny little detail like that. There's a whole cast and crew. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, when they are getting chased by the T-Rex in the gas jeep after they've been rescued, uh, objects in the mirror maybe. Oh, oh, sorry, objects in the mirror are closer than they appear. I put. Oh, that must have started in this film. Yeah. I went, oh, this is a silly movie. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, this is a silly movie. So whereas before I had the realisation of, oh, this is a commentary on uh, ethics in corporations and stuff, I had a second epiphany here. of Oh, this is also a silly movie. <laughs> it's not afraid to be it's, a little absurd sometimes. It's funny as well because the silly moments are, are, are set up in moments where nothing really happens as well, which is good. Like, yeah. they're being chased by dinosaurs, but it doesn't catch them. And that silly moment is in that, and I think that's very good. I mean, the silly, and the only other silly moment is obviously with Dennis, but obviously he, he fucking dies, so that's, that's like, because he's the villain, that's just how that happens. Yeah. But, they made sure know. we were educated about the fact that it was acid beforehand as well, that was very well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The like, setup they set the exam, setting it up, paying it off, yep. like, immediately. Yep. And I got that sense before it even started paying off. Something about the way they were setting all these things up, I was like, oh, that's going to be important yeah. later, isn't it? <laughs> that's the thing. Everything that was set up was paid off, which is fantastic. Yeah. Like, oh, the T-Rex won't eat this. It only hunts for stuff. Uh, the raptors will trick you. That's why I thought they were all going to die at the end with the cold. They were going to yeah. get War of the Worlds, but no, that's probably for a sequel. Um... Oh jeez, I just almost deleted half my notes by accident. Oh no, I scrolled all the way to the bottom. Damn it, where am I? That's the goat. <laughs> Professional podcasting right here. Um, um, oh, yeah, so after they have escaped... No, they're still split up at this point, aren't they? They're, not, they're split yeah, up until the end of the movie. Because you're coming up to the part now where... Um, Jeff Goldblum's got his shirt open and he's yes. looking all, all seductive <laughs> I've got a note about that, where is it? Um, it's later on as well because he has his shirt open for so fucking long Jeff yeah, Goldblum yeah, needs just... to have his chest out is my note <laughs> yeah. yeah it's funny as well because out of context he just looks like he's trying to be like seductive but in yeah. context he's actually in a lot of pain yeah he's in a lot of pain but you know <laughs> it's hard looking that good um <laughs> But yeah, I was going to say, um, so this is obviously the point of the movie as well where Alan has the kids in the tree and they're looking at the uh, very alien looking landscape of the Brachiosauruses uh, against yeah. like, the, is that the sunset or the dawn? I don't even know because the storm it kind would of be the sunset. Up, the sunset. It, was, it was as they were going to. 
access the... Weirdly, it kind of reminded me of a PS1 game, Oddworld. Uh, there's a point yeah. in that where the sky is a very similar colour. That's what I really remember, though. It's a very old game I haven't played recently. But um, it's very it's very much depicted as like an alien scene. Like, holy fuck, how did we get here? Like, stop and take yeah. a breath and look at this. And There's actually beauty, beauty amidst all the terror. And the part yeah. I like about that scene... Um, is uh, when Alan picks out the Velociraptor claw from his pocket that he brought with him from his uh, archaeological dig, and he's looking at it, and it's like, that used to be such a big thing to him. Like, holy shit, I just dug up a Velociraptor yeah. claw. Like, I can imagine him looking at that and being like, wow, like, this used to belong to a creature that would have used this to rip and tear at its enemies, and, like, this had fought behind it, and, like, this has millions of years of evolution behind it. I can imagine being that in awe about something like that because I love history and stuff like that. Yes, yeah, for sure. And he's looking at it, and then he looks at the Brachiosauruses, and then he just chucks it out of the cheeks. He's like, "Yeah, yeah." It's like I've seen, I've seen some real shit now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nothing's going to compare to the raw experience of just being in a situation to be around something real. Like yeah, that, you know. I thought that was a really nice moment for his character as well. Yeah. Um, and it's so important in movies, we don't get an inner monologue, except for the movies where we do, and that's a weird thing to pull off in a movie. Uh, but most movies, well. <laughs> most movies, we don't get an inner monologue for the characters like you do in a book, and especially since this is an adaption of a book, I don't know how... Um... It's the thing as well, because narration, like obviously narration is usually used for an inner monologue, Yeah. but it a lot of the time it comes across it comes out cheesy yeah and very much like it, it just doesn't come it doesn't fit in with the theme of everything it kind of just ruins a lot of yeah. stuff and but that's what I mean with the acting as well obviously we've mentioned the acting yeah. as well is he acts it yeah. well enough where you can work that out yeah it falls on the actor and the writing to set up that as being a part of his character early in the film and then pay it off through acting in a wordless moment to have yep. that inner monologue of I used to think this was such a, you know, such a crazy find and like that. And now, like, look at the world I'm in and all this stuff. He doesn't say a word, but you get that just watching him. Mm. And yeah, like I said, Steven Spielberg's direction is fantastic. Yeah, and I've not so read the movie, the... book, sorry, mm. but I imagine there's something like that in the internal monologue for that character. Oh, I'm in sure, the book. I'm sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing with books as well. That's like why books are hard to translate to films and why a lot of things can be lost as well. It's yeah. like these moments of quiet. Yeah. I mean, especially if it's from the perspective of someone, if you're not going to narrate it, um, then it becomes a lot harder to get your message across. But there are, there are ways of doing it, and once you do it, it pulls it off fantastically, and it really, you really stick in the moment. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and my final note uh, from this scene is friendly Brachiosaurus with a little free face. <laughs> that was one Thank of you. the things that was very clearly a robot as well. Um, <laughs> oh, what, yeah, when it comes up close was to the very tree. Clearly robot, yeah. But, uh, that's like, I don't think that could have been avoided in any way. No. Because they did not yet have a technology to pat a CGI dinosaur. Because yeah. of the proximity to people as well. Um, yeah. Because it was moving a lot. Yeah. Like, it was very clearly on a stick that was moving back and forth. Yeah. Um, with the Triceratops, when they obviously got close, it, it was just doing a static thing. It wasn't really doing anything else. For so the they Triceratops. Prop the shit out of it. I have a feeling. And, Sorry, I can't. You know, I was gonna say they prop the shit out of it, put all sorts of like crap on it and stuff, like obviously with his tongue and everything and texture and everything like that. And it just sits there and like moves up and one part of it moves up and down. That's it. Mm -hmm. So the Brachiosaurus, the entire thing's moving. 
so it's a little bit harder to make it look good especially when it's quite bright early morning light as well yeah so you can see everything yeah <laughs> so but it still looks like i would say it was passable to a degree i mean it wasn't a shot that i necessarily picked out as like oh this is one of the bad ones like I didn't really think about it when I was watching it like that. So I think I, it was probably in the back of my mind of, oh, this is clearly, like, they're moving a big stick yeah, around. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, for sure. I was going to say, you reminded me of a Triceratops I forgot to mention. I would not be surprised if they used a rhino for some of those shots because it looks so fucking realistic. It looked really good. Like, I was impressed by how good that fucking Triceratops was. I would be surprised if they like, found it either... It was the thing that was very clearly the most, like... I mean, it, like I said, a lot of it comes down because it wasn't moving. Yeah. So they could literally make it purely practical and then have the, the actors and stuff touching it and like obviously being around it and stuff. Um, but it looked fantastic. So the practical effects, a thumbs up because it looked great. Yeah. Well, I searched uh, Jurassic Park Triceratops and it just froze on Google. So I'm not going to be able to do some quick searching on that one, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that, Google. Um, but it honestly, like... That's the thing as well. A lot of the moments in this film, I was like, "How did they do that? Like, how did they make it look this good? Like, there was so yeah. many points. Where it's like, and a lot of it comes down to how it's edited as well. With like, with this latest stuff, the raptors walking around with their clicky little, clicky little nails, <laughs> um, the clicky little claws, and uh, and then it cuts them actually like fully walking around, and then back like to like certain shots of, like the head, and th yeah. that's what I mean. Like, the 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 full establishing shots of them are focused on not too long enough where you're like oh that looks weird like, yeah. and it's intermingled it's with the practical stuff so well it's fantastically edited and everything is intermingled so fantastically well smoke and mirrors mm -hmm. magicians directors of at least in that era of uh, cinema uh, magicians for sure yeah I mean still I mean, there's a reason Steven Spielberg's like very well renowned yeah you know um, done a lot of big name movies yeah um so we've approached the electric fence, and we're, we're switching between shots of they're about to go up the electric fence, and oh Google you've betrayed me by, okay there she is, Laura Dern's character, uh, Laura Dern's character is about to switch on the electric fence because they've just gone to go and turn on the power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I love that, I love that like back and forth for that scene, yeah. so good. First of all, at this point Simon L. Jackson is dead, they did him dirty, they did him real dirty, <laughs> don't know why. I wonder if there was some kind of backstory there of like maybe there was some kind of conflict where he had to suddenly go and do another movie or he pissed off Steven Spielberg or something so he just got off screened. I don't know. Um, but he he definitely, uh, that arm did not belong to Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, <laughs> that's for sure. And um, I, I just think it's weird that he disappeared so quickly. But I guess you could argue that it was used as a people can die so suddenly without anyone even knowing that's how deadly the velociraptors are like he got hunted and you didn't even hear so much as a radio squeak out of him because he got killed too quickly and brutally um so that's probably an argument that could be made for that i just think it was weird but either way uh she's in the room she's turning on the electric fence and it's swapping between them and the kid on the electric fence and i just think mm -hmm. that's cruel i hate dramatic irony yep. like that because it yep. just makes you sit on the edge of your seat and go come on don't show me that <laughs> but at least they actually pay it off and have the kid actually get zapped instead of having it be tension for no reason if you know what i mean mm -hmm. um and i did say i i did say the kid was a, a little bastard or whatever i said earlier so i guess he deserved it but um <laughs> i i typically hate stuff like that in movies where it's like 
oh, you as the audience know, but mm, yeah. I hate that in like rom-coms as well, where it's not even a thing of tension, it's just like, oh, oh no, yeah, it's, just a misunderstanding. it's yeah. a mi- I can explain, and it's like, yeah, come it's on, so it's just frustrating, <laughs> at least in rom-coms it's frustrating, but here it's like, oh god, like tension, like annoying tension, that could be avoided, <laughs> did it have to be this way? Um, um, so I've done a quick look this up, by the way. Um, uh, Jurassic Park was uh, when it when it came out. It actually was uh, the third time one of Spielberg's films became the highest grossing film ever. Oh, okay. So this Apparently is in '93. It was the highest grossing film ever. So and, still and up on the years later, He did direct uh, the sequel. Okay, cool. Good to know. Um, I was wondering about that, and. Um, I've toyed with the idea of just watching every Spielberg film like back to back or something, but I think that's too difficult to do when we're going through all of these movies. Like we've definitely put some things on the list which is like so and so films, um, yeah. like Studio Ghibli films and all of that. But um, yes, yeah, St- uh, Steven Spielberg films definitely a good idea because you've got stuff like Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Um, you've got uh, Indiana Jones, which we've already added, so uh, <laughs> probably just include that. Um, and then you've got uh, Schindler's List is probably a good one as well. Um, mm-hmm. I, heard, I I don't think I watched that, but I, uh, obviously I've heard good things about that one. I've heard depressing yeah, things fun. about that one, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a good film. So. Yeah. Hooray! Um, but yeah, the the velocity. This is the point. This is the point in my notes where I start freaking out. Uh, there's yep. loads of exclamation marks and capital letters <laughs> used, even though I know I'm not going to be showing the actual physical notes. Uh, this is just how into the movie I was. Um, for instance, I put. The fucking Velociraptor jump scare. Oh yeah, and here I we go. I knew it was coming. Did you? I remember just before it came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, isn't this the part where... And then he came out and I was like, yep, there it is. <laughs> um, Didn't catch me and I was <laughs> very happy. Well, I, I... I got it wrong earlier when I said it was a brutal death that fucked me up. I think this fucked me up as a kid. I That happened and then I paused it and then I went, whoa. Because I vaguely remembered crying and hugging into my dad at that point in the movie when Aww. I first saw it. <laughs> because it comes out in, at her, sorry. I'm going to sneeze. Bless you. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, that uh, that was a very well executed jump scare. And it was the only jump scare I believe in the movie. Um, obviously you have a clever girl moment shortly after. But that's not a jump scare. That's like a... Oh. Uh, and I'll get back to that in a second. But um, yeah, I think as a kid that... If it's a false memory and I don't remember it scaring the shit out of me, I at least know that it would have scared the shit out of me. Uh, yeah. And it was so sudden. And like Laura Dern's character, fucking what's her name, Ellie Sattler? Uh She's a great actor. Yeah. yeah. Like very believable in that scene. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it almost makes me wonder if they didn't just throw the animatronic at her without warning her so that she would fucking react realistically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, that was that was a scene. And then, very shortly afterwards, uh, we see the clever girl scene. Yeah. Which I think is the most horrifying death in the whole movie. What do you think? It is. It is, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, it's very brutal and there's a lot of screaming. There's a lot of tension scary. leading up to it. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, she shows up. And it's almost like he knows he's dead. Because he doesn't immediately yeah, yeah. whip the shotgun around. Yeah, he he's knows. Just, he's just like... Uh, uh, clever girl. But that doesn't stop well, him from screaming horribly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's in pain. He's, he's in a lot of pain. Tore apart by... As, as he explained, with the razor-sharp fucking claws and shit. Exactly. Like, 
that's the thing that's paid, that's that's the thing that's happens paid off as well. Where he's like, because if you've been paying attention, he's watching the guy and he's like, he's watching the raptor and he's like, oh, but but th th he said the thing earlier, and so obviously then naturally there's another one off to his side that attacks him. Yeah, yeah, because they said that um, if you were being hunted by a velociraptor. Um, you would be hunting one, and then two more would circle around and take you from the sides. Isn't that what they say yep. at some point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He says, he says uh, while you're watching that one, two more will be on you before you even realise. Yeah. I uh, I didn't even realise that until you just said it. So yeah, another yep. set-up and payoff. Mm -hmm. You magnificent bastards. Um, but when I think of that scene, the main thing I think about is the claws. Like, yeah. the, fr the way it leaps, like, front and back legs at him... And just yeah. takes him out is horrible, and is, yeah, yeah, claws exposed. But it's also worth noting you don't see a huge amount of gore in this film, and it's still yeah, horrible. It's, it's very like censored, but not like. Well, I wouldn't say it's censored. That, I mean, it's one, not like there was I, gore. I would say that one's a bit much in it because it's just a giant leaf across the whole screen. Oh you right. Can, like catch I'd... like little bits, but it's like it's very like on purpose. So, like, a lot of the rest is kind of like off screen. Yeah. That one's not on screen, but they just chuck a giant leaf in front. But when you think about it, the Velociraptors, the way they're built up is a 1-2-3 punch. Because 1, Samuel Jackson gets killed off screen, uh, and we see what happened to him. But the fact that it happened so silently, and so, like, non-event of a way, uh, builds up Velociraptors as terrifyingly, like, stealthy and, and brutal in that you see a severed arm. And then 2, you see what it's like from an actual character's point of view when you get hunted and how horrible that is, and we hear the guy's screams, and we're subjected to how much pain you're in when you get killed by a Velociraptor. And then free, they then send the Velociraptors after the kids, and you've got that playing in the back of your mind as they're being hunted. So it very much sets up stakes for the final act of the movie. Yeah. Uh, going back to that seven arm thing, though. Um, so, uh, so actually mentioned this uh, back along when they were talking about Jurassic Park. This, this was a while ago. But the fucking scene with the severed arm. So, to, to my understanding of that scene, what basically has happened is the raptor has taken the arm, set it up just to scare Laura down. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is there for. It literally just falls on her, scares her, and she runs. Nothing else happens. <laughs> Don't imagine the velociraptor just like placing the arm up there, like, huh, that'll get her. That'll get her real good. <laughs> like, oh, it's so. It's and it so waits. Great. And then it sits there and waits for her to switch all the switches I and mean, then it's like hey guys watch this I'm gonna scare the shit out of it <laughs> <laughs> oh that's amazing I didn't think about that yeah, yeah. cause uh, it's like propped up and yeah. she knocks into it and it falls on her it's yeah. like he, why did it prop it up on the pipes <laughs> <laughs> fuck's sake <laughs> clever girl indeed clever girl indeed yeah uh, um uh, so I put the Velociraptors are literally fucking terrifying, oh my god. And then yep, my next are. note is, oh man, the false shelter too. This movie is wicked. I hate movies which are like, and I think a lot of like horror star movies do this, where they're like, you've escaped. Thank god. Oh, I mean, they did okay. it with Dennis earlier on as well, with Dilophosaurus. He's like, cool, I'm in the car. I know it's in here with me. <laughs> yeah, but this is more on a movie structural level, where you're yeah, aware yeah, yeah. that the movie's been going on for a while. And... Yeah it's the kids alone and it's not such a big deal that wow we found shelter it's more like okay you'll be safe here stay here while I go find the others and you're thinking okay so now we're going to focus on Alan Grant and instead it stays on the kids and you're like okay what's going on here mm. and then you, you slowly start to realize it's like oh they're on the way and then obviously it goes back and it's yeah. like oh Raptor's here alright yeah. <laughs> yeah you start to realize as they realize and that scene is very good as well oh it's just it's just away. like 
it's been set up as such like a this is a safe area and it's another thing which I don't actually hate but like I hate false shelters where it's like oh we finally got a break no we haven't <laughs> <laughs> and well, yeah, uh, a small respite at the very least like they're yeah, sure. and then suddenly like uh <laughs> and that yeah. and that extremely tense scene in the kitchen with all child actors and animatronics that's yep. that's well done so well done <laughs> yeah, those kid actors those kid actors fantastic as well can they I were say. like there it was everything was so believable like the, the like the was it timmy he's yeah. having such a fucking good time whereas the, the other one was just like i am having the worst time. <laughs> <laughs> i like how the grown-ups don't really save them they kind of save themselves yeah yeah, yeah. that's 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 what i love about it as well it's it, it it's a level of like practicality as well of like it's not like i'm a kid i'm useless it's I'm a kid, but my survival instinct is going crazy. Yeah, like when she hides in the in the fucking cupboard, and she looks trapped, and then the Velociraptor sees her reflection, but obviously we don't yeah. know it's her reflection as she screams. I think she does that on purpose, right, to get the Velociraptor yeah, to yeah, headbutt the thing. As soon as he runs into it, she gets out. Yeah, yeah. Clever girl. And <laughs> I was like, oh shit, the kids are outsmarting the Velociraptors right now. That's fucking cool. Yeah, because then the because then the, Timmy runs into the freezer, turns around, and then he obviously slips over immediately. And, yeah. And they just close the door. Yeah, they do start the to fucking... panic towards the end of that scene, though, don't they? Yeah, because they're both screaming, which I yeah. found kind of. <laughs> Like, the, the fucking shot where it's following her and she's running across the screaming and then locks the door. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was kind of funny. Oh, and then there's no safe shelter, even when they go down to the fucking computer room, it's like, ah. Oh. Yep. And and the security's back. They're coming through the windows! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like constant, it's so good. Yeah, but That's I like how she's... They're like, they're, like, they, like, they mentioned that early on as well, as like, they can problem solve. Yeah. Meaning, like, oh, they, they, you may have, like, stopped one way, but they'll find another way in. Yeah, although that shotgun was not very effective. I guess it's because it's being wielded by a scientist, but all you oh, hear is the yeah. gunshots across the radio, and then you see the windows have got, like, some shell marks in them, and the gun's on the floor, and they're running away. And I'm like, yeah. how shit are you? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's a scientist. He doesn't know how to use a fucking gun, does he? True. Um, but... I think that's probably the point of them zooming in on the shells kind of like coming out of the gun. It's like, oh, he didn't realise how to reload in time and they just ran. Um, but I like how slightly before that, um, it's the little girl who does the hacking. That was, for 1993, that's a good subversion of gender expectations where it's like, oh, she's yeah, the yeah. computer there's, geek. There's, there's, there's a lot of that as well. Yeah. Because that's, that's the scene I remember because there's a point where it's like um, uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum specifically goes over it where they're, where they're, it's on the, when they're on the way through the park to begin with. And then Jeff Goldblum was like, uh, "Dinosaurs on Earth. God kill. God kills dinosaurs. Humans on the Earth. Humans yeah. kill God. Humans create dinosaurs." And then, and then, and then, um, <laughs> and then, what was it Laura, Laura Dern's Laura character? Dern's, um, she goes, uh, "Dinosaurs eat man, and then women take over." Women inherit the <laughs> Earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, "Yes." Yeah. And uh, also, um, also when uh, this is slightly after they've escaped the Velociraptors for the fifteenth time. Um, and they're all together in the bunker with um, shirtless Ian Malcolm, Jeff Goldblum, and um, and um, she's like, "Oh, wait, hang on, no, 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 I've got my timeline fucked up. Ignore me." Isn't it when she says she's gonna go turn on the power? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's when she and says she's like, gonna turn oh, on. I should go. Oh, and I should looks go. At her and she's like, mm. <laughs> "We can discuss sexism and survivalism later." <laughs> she yeah. runs off. Yeah, that was cool. So yeah, this uh, uh, this film does not fucking let up. Is my uh, fourth to final note. So yeah, yes. have you noticed how this film 
uh, doesn't let you breathe until like the last 30 seconds <laughs> it, it's funny as well because it reminds me so much of um, the ending to the first Resident Evil game and how it's set up which is hilarious because Capcom also made a game in a similar style called Dino Crisis <laughs> um, which is pretty much like Resident Evil but it's dinosaurs. I mean the way these things work who knows they could have made a Jurassic Park game and then like pitched it to uh, whoever owns the rights to Jurassic Park yeah, and then they could have said no so they just had to rebrand yeah, 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 it yeah. and then do it. That's, that, that, that'd be interesting to look it up actually see if, we, if that was the case hmm. um, but yeah because like especially because like there's a whole like build up and then they get to the helicopter finally and then there's the thing and then there's the respite at the end yeah it's always something that happens in resident evil games is they're on the helicopter out of there yeah um and they're all just like oh my god finally we can rest yeah um oh yeah last 30 seconds wasn't an exaggeration it's more like the last like three or four minutes isn't it but it felt yeah, like yeah, the yeah. last 30 seconds and i was gonna say this movie maybe does wrap up a bit too quickly where they're surrounded by velociraptors yeah. and they're all gonna get eaten and um, they're all going to get eight, and uh, the T-Rex bursts in. And to be fair, doesn't save them because Dinosaur has some latent care for humans. It just saves them because it's looking for another meal. And then the Velociraptor takes out the T-Rex. And I dubbed this Deus Rex Machina. Well, think of it, it, it's funny as well because it's one of those things, everything, like, I'm going to bring it on. This is, my, this is my, like, meme quote to always use for me, by the way, when we do these. Everything happens for a reason. Um in that obviously they were stood still because they're like like cowering away the raptor jumps so he's like oh i'm gonna go for the raptor because he's moving a lot and i can see him he grabs the raptor and then they're like oh shit we'll get out of here so yeah obviously the raptor's like oh bigger threat bigger threat and then turns yeah. his attention away uh, away just... rather than food it's survival then at that point i'm just so obviously that that's an escape i'm just slightly disappointed because i spent an hour and 20 minutes building up to deus rex machina um, and then you just breezed right past it. <laughs> it is the title of this episode. Vod uh, viewers and podcast, yeah, podcast listeners might have noticed as well. That's the title of this episode because I wrote it down last night, and I went, "I'm so fucking clever." And my final note on the film was, "Well, I can see why people love Spielberg. Holy shit!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this isn't. This was like his third, like highest grossing film by the way i want to point out yeah it's third so this was it was, uh, this, was uh, this was like peak spielberg as well so it's no wonder it's so good <laughs> mm. steve steven spielberg filmography let's look at this so he did um okay so it looks like his first major movie that i recognize is jaws um yes. and then yes, raiders of the lost ark et yeah. um and yeah. then more indiana jones Hook, uh, Jurassic yeah, Park. Hook's, Hook's a great movie. I didn't realize Schindler's List was that old of a movie. It's in the same year as Jurassic Park. Um, we should, yeah, we should do um, Hook at some point as well because it's a uh, it's a uh, subversion of a uh, of Peter Pan, isn't it? Mm. Well, I it's know hardly anything about it, but yeah. Oh, it's, and this uh, year, Robin Robin Williams is in it. He's got a movie coming out this um, year. Sorry, not Robin Williams. That would be a bit I was weird. Say, Jesus. <laughs> no, uh, West Side Story. It's a Steven Spielberg movie that's coming out this year. Oh, I've heard it. What did you say, Monster? Night Mode on YouTube. Uh, it should be in the settings somewhere. I found Night Mode on Twitch last night when you were streaming, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you did. I was being blinded by my phone, and then I was like, wait, I'm sure I can fix this. <laughs> I was like, oh, yay! 
Um, but yeah, those are all my notes on Jurassic Park. I, I that film though, like the first half of it, I was kind of bored of. The second half of it, I couldn't stop thinking about after I've watched it. I like, I was so impressed. It's such a good yes. movie. The set, and that's the thing. Like, I think I think it's one of the things that a lot of filmmakers are afraid of. Like, um, like more modern films are afraid of doing now is the set is the setting up and taking the time to set up mm. because the setting up it's slow going, sure, but then it makes the movie better as the whole. Yeah. Um, because it, yeah, it, it plays, it sets it up. It's like this is gonna be bad, and sets up all these reasons, these conflicting parties, and all this stuff's going on. Bad thing happens. You're like, oh shit, this is what he said would happen. You know. Yeah. It, it's very much like it's basically you go into the movie. It spends half an hour being like, bad thing is going to happen. Bad thing happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then obviously you're along for the ride for the rest. It doesn't shy away from the fact that it's like everyone isn't like, oh wow, it's so amazing. Oh, it's this is you shouldn't have done this. <laughs> um, and and then you get the conflicting ideas of. I, I honestly think um, so. Here's here's my take on it. So, um, rich old man. Um, I, I honestly think the idea behind him is that he, his whole thing is that he wants to create something that no one's ever done before. He wants to create this beautiful like thing that people will come from miles around to see because one of the things he says to uh lawyer guy because lawyer guy is basically just like oh we can literally tar charge like thousands for this and people will still come and he's like well no i want everyone to be able to access this because this is a once in a lifetime opportunity exactly yeah. what i want it to be i want it to be this huge majestic thing that yeah. people come from all over the world and be so impressed by mm. right he's not he doesn't care about the branding he cares about enjoyment and Maybe obviously that ambition probably went too far, um, but like, he's not necessarily a bad person for wanting what he or doing what he did. He's just uneducated. You could probably write a whole essay about whether he's um, like, or not whether he is bad or not, but like the amount of blame and like. What... I guess intention and like. Yeah. The like it's the whole th it's all the idea of like I guess like if you want to be more brutal like I guess manslaughter and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, like, absolutely. Yeah, like it, he's it's the reason like, so it's, many people are like, dead. Because, because it's one of those things. It's 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 subject to uh, whether intent is there or not, and the intent is completely innocent. I think yeah. his intent is completely the idea. He wants to make this incredible thing. What's it he says to Lord Darren? He says something about like a flea circus. Yeah, he, he when he first came down, when I first came down from Scotland. No, that's not what he sounds like. Uh, he he set up a flea circus. And he yeah. felt a little bit depressed about how all of the kids were going, Wow! Look, you can see all the fleas and all the f shit that they're doing. And he was like, Wow, these kids are swearing too much. No, he was like, um, he was like, Oh, it's all fake though. Like, it felt yeah. false to him. And he wanted, uh, like, something that they could really see was, like, real. Yeah. And um, that was kind yeah, of a whole exactly. idea behind his character as to why he did uh, yeah. Jurassic Park. And it's funny because that reminds me of... Uh... I think I, uh, we've, we've got this on our list, Greatest Showman, which we're not going to do uh, next week, because that would be me. Um, but, <laughs> I don't um, like musicals. The character, so the whole character, P.T. Barnum, um, his whole character is about create. Obviously, he's a, he's a, he's a philanthropist, so he's, he's very, like, he has crazy ideas, and he's like, yes, let's do them, and then he, like, does them. Um, and obviously, he starts the whole, like, sort of, like, circus. Um, but a lot of it, he exaggerates. Um, and so it's fake to a certain degree and there's a point where he, he meets the singer and he's basically like I basically want you to come over to America and tour a bunch of places and we'll do it together and he's basically like 
and she's like, well, why would you want me to do that? And he's like, well, I would like to give my audience something real for once. Because <laughs> I think the quote he says is, um, the, my customers come to the circus for the joy of being hoodwinked. Just once I would like to give them something real. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's that kind of mentality. Um, obviously different scales, different obviously motivations, blah, blah, blah. But it, it reminded me so heavily of that character and why I like that character as well. And yeah. it made me realize, like, okay, this isn't a bad character. It's just someone who has ambition and has probably overdone it. Um, I mean, with something like this, obviously, it's something that you probably should be very knowledgeable about, let's be honest. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> these people were not knowledgeable in any way. And so, as a result, things went sideways very quickly and people died. Um, so yeah. But I think uh, when, you're, when you're thinking about um, his character, John Hammond, when you said uh, when you said rich old man, I was like, who's Richard Oldman? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was Gary Oldman. Sorry. I think the thing you have to recognise about his character is obviously he's got all these good intentions, but the fact that he didn't shut the whole project down the second yeah. the first person got even injured. Um, yeah. That it's it's very much, um, and not to tie everything I ever say back to what's going on in the world today. But uh, we're very much like the school of thought these days is looking at what people do rather than what they say, and he did not do the responsible thing, like the second it merited doing or before it merited yeah, yeah. doing, uh, and cool. because of that, like you need to view his character uh, a little bit more malevolently than he's necessarily portrayed. Uh, portrayed, sorry, um, I think. So that's just an I, interesting I modern think... take on the movie, I think. Yeah, I, I honestly think, like, it, the idea, he's just so, like, wrapped up in his idea that he knows it can work, that it kind of overclouds any sort of, like, logic of being, like, people are dying, maybe I should, like, you know, stop this now. Mm. Um, and so he he constantly is just like, no, we can fix it, we can make it better, we can, we can you know, this is just uh, bumps in the road, we can, like... We, we have the technology. Better, we can fix everything. And we can rebuild and it. And then, exactly, like, and then it's, like, everyone's just like... Dude, people are dead. <laughs> like, yeah. And then he obviously at the end of the film, he very he gets to the point where he's like, "All right, let's go." <laughs> yeah, but it takes him the whole movie to get there. Yeah, like, yeah, even yeah. when his grandchildren are missing and people have already started well, dying, think... he's thinking about, "Oh, but I can fix this. Next time, what I'll do is this. I won't have all the automated stuff." And it's like, it's too late. Come on. An interesting point for his character as well. He never directly runs into any of the dinosaurs. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I think that's that's a very good reason why he's still kind of sticking to his guns for a while. He's, what is it he, he doesn't first-hand experience it. People are talking about these horrible things. He's like, well, I haven't seen it. He says, like, I always want to be around... It can't be that bad, surely. He said, um, well, he says, I always want then, to be around when they hatch so that I can imprint on them, right? Like, yeah. what's the... Like, if he's imprinted on them and they're still killing people, you could say that's kind of a pseudo-metaphor for the responsibility he has of he's got yes. people killed, like, it, it's his creation that's, that's that's killing people. That's his intent. If he's really imprinted himself on the... I know this isn't the way it works, but poetically, yeah. if he's imprinted himself on these dinosaurs and they're killing people, that's kind of, like, malevolent, like, inner malevolence. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's my overreach for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's today's... This is, that's this week's overreach. <laughs> Overreaching point. <laughs> Oh. Next time on the Overreaching Podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it to you this time. Uh, final thoughts on the movie, friend. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how badly it would have aged going into it. Um, 
but I was pleasantly surprised. It was a slightly boring first half, but I think it was necessary and it paid off. And I can see why it's such a beloved franchise, why Spielberg is such a beloved director. I think the fact that it holds up so well nearly 30 years later is such such an achievement like it's overwhelming how much of an achievement that is and I thought I would have to be kind of kind to it kind of appease the people who love it but be like it's aged all that kind of thing but no it's a fucking fantastic movie in 2020 and yeah that's that's my summary of the movie yeah I, I, I yeah pretty much yeah it, it, it was one of those things where it's like it made a lot of th- a lot of things going wrong or a lot of things like looking a lot worse than they were but like like said so many times, it, it looks fantastic and it's written in such an incredible way. Mm. Um, ten out of ten would buy dinosaur yeah. toys. Ten out of ten IGN. <laughs> also, the shot there was a shot where the T Rex roared and you saw like the way its mouth kind of like opens at the sides and like the kind of gum flaps that those dinosaurs have, and it reminded me of dragons yeah. in Game of Thrones. And I'm thinking, I wonder if. Uh, I guess just general T-Rex artwork and stuff is where you, dragons get a lot of a head inspiration, like for the head and stuff and the general size and ferocity, but um, yeah, I just remembered a Game of Thrones where the dragon roared and you could see like the fire glands in those gums and I thought it was a very similar looking shot, so I wonder if that's maybe a callback uh, yeah. to a Jurassic Park shot or something, or an homage. I'm going to keep talking because you're frantically thinking of what movie to pick. Um, I am, how did you know? Because you asked me to sum up the movie and I thought, oh, he needs me to vamp right now. <laughs> well, normally you ask me first, so I thought, you know. True, 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 um, true. So, my question is, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you this question, basically. So, we've been doing a lot of spectacle stuff. Do yeah. you want to do something a bit more like, less like that? Or, because we, 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 we have a few ideas for like stuff that would be less like crazy and more like, I guess, thinky. Um, sure. Which could be a bit more fun to talk about. Yeah. Um, I'm actually. I'm just gonna like look for a few things. We will. We will make like Dennis Nedry and lose our spectacles. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? How's that for some? Um, what's the word? Wordplay. We should probably figure these movies out ahead of time in future. Yeah, we. So should, I feel like I've just yeah. put you on the spot. Like, choose a movie. <laughs> no, I realised like how we were getting on a bit, so I was like, I was just gonna double check. Um. Oh, d- just to point out as well, Shinda's List is on Netflix, but it is a three-hour film. <laughs> <laughs> Violent, dark, emotional, there you go. I mean, up to you, it's your call. The way I'm kind of playing um, this whole, we, one of us chooses a movie every cycling week is like, you state the movie and that's the movie. I don't necessarily want this to be a, oh, what do I feel like, what do I not feel like? I want this to be like, one of us says, okay, this week my choice, we're doing this one. It's like, okay, I guess we're doing this one. I'm just trying to think like, what would be worth, like, because um, I was going to say start with the Cornetto Trilogy, but there's only Hot Fuzz on Netflix right now. We can do Hot Fuzz, but the, obviously it's... I mean, it's, it's not... A lot more comedy, so it's probably hard to talk about. It's not uh, narratively like linked yeah. in any way, so that should be fine. But my... I d- my... Uh, probably better pick, though, would probably be Inception. I don't think it was on the list, but I just remembered it. <laughs> you want to do Inception? I'm happy with Inception. I don't think we actually wrote down Inception. Oh, no, we did. We did. Yeah, Inception's good. Um, I will warn you, I have seen Inception, but I've only seen it uh, once. I've seen it a couple of times. Maybe twice. But it's a movie that will basically 
will be interesting to talk about. Yeah, plenty of stuff to talk about. For we just got a lot of cool people in it. Yeah. Okay, so this week, oh sorry, next week, not this week, otherwise that would be a bit of a time fuck. Uh, next week, join us here at 5pm uh, Christian Standard Time and we will be watching, or we will have watched, Inception. And we will talk about that and I'm going to get off Amazon Prime Video homepage because it's distracting me and I can't focus on what I'm trying to say. And we'll watch that and that's what we'll do. Uh, we'll have right. many thoughts to say about it. Um, some about Leonardo DiCaprio's Jolly Walk, uh, I'm sure. Yes, for sure. And uh, a lot of fun stuff about dreams and that if that movie you makes sense. Everything. I remember that happening in that movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see if that movie made sense if we understood it do you remember when that movie first came out that was a big thing dude did you understand Inception yeah, yeah dude whoa you must be like so intelligent and I remember when I saw that I came away from that movie and I went I think I got it I think I understand Inception I understand. I understood the ending of that movie and the problem with that is I was probably what 13 or 14 or something and yep. probably a little bit too up my own ass about uh, what I think yeah. I understood so it'll be interesting to go back and see again yeah alright then. Uh, All right, then I'm gonna in that case I suppose I'll throw up the stream ending screen and stream is ending and we'll uh, see you next time would you like to plug a stream are you streaming later today uh, I will be streaming later yes It'll what will you channel, be streaming uh, Crater. I'll probably be playing more Observer if anyone wants to hang out with me a little bit later does it does it have observational humor shut up <laughs> stop it uh, also if you want to catch me I'll be here on twitch.tv slash category probably streaming more World of Warcraft uh, because that's apparently what I do now uh, this is my wow streamer. this is my 8th day streaming in a row by the way Oh so, shit! Yeah, and I, I wanted to stream. I wanted to stream earlier um, because I was playing well, but I made myself not do that in case I came to this feeling a little bit like drained or something. Oh, we're doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I'm, I'm not able to stream as often because obviously I'm a bit busy. I, yeah, I probably won't stream tomorrow because I've got like a weekly waypoint to film and all that. But either way, thank you for watching or listening or injecting it through your nose if you live a thousand years in the future and they've developed some new form of um, inducing media I wish your nasal cavities a happy fucking birthday oh boy this is an ending huh